Shalom. My name is Rabbi Eli Yogev. I'm an associate rabbi at Beth Tefillah Congregation. Thank you for listening to our podcast. So I wanted to point out two things that may be helpful for you as you listen to, the, to our daily podcast. If you look in the podcast description, you will find there the main points of each daf. We're, we're being careful to do that so you'll, it'll enable those who are following the daf um, to better navigate through the daf. In addition, in that description, we are going to be linking to all the source sheets that we're using while learning the DAF together. In addition to that, we'll have the, the links will also include links to charts. In class, we use different charts, and I'll be writing them on the board. I'll be, um, we'll be uploading those charts there, too, so that could be helpful as you listen to the DAF. If you have any questions or comments, you can feel free to reach out to me at E-Y-O-G-G-E-V at B-T-F-I-L-O-H dot org. E-Yogev at B-T-F-I-L-O dot org. Have a great day. All right. So we're on Daf Tet today. Topic today, the main topic is going to be... If someone, Omer Omer Mutar, so someone thinks that they're, they know it's forbidden to kill, but they think they're killing an animal while they kill a person. So we're trying to define what is unintentional killing, murder. Because if you define unintentional murder, then you know who, we're in the topic of unintentional murder in general. And the punishment for unintentional murder is going to um, Aremi Klot, the cities of refuge. So we want to figure out who falls into that category. Uh, so we brought we brought a lot of cases um, the other day where we talked about uh, somebody who who doesn't hate, who doesn't know, but on the other hand, they're they're still somewhat uh, responsible. So you're going down a you're going if you're holding if you're paving the top of your home, uh, your roof or something, and you're kind of and it's your your tool slips out of your hand. That's considered unintentional. But if you're like kind of just you're doing it, you're pulling it back towards you, and then it fell out of your hand. So we consider that beyond your control. That's not considered unintentional. So we're, we're kind of defining what these things are. And this so this is the case that we're going to talk about Omer Mutar. So when it says something is permitted, that's going to be one topic, like a main topic. So we're going to talk a little about, um, talk a little bit about blind people and what their category is. You know, what, what, what can blind people, according to Talmudic uh, understanding, did they have knowledge or not? Um... And if they did, then they can fall into the category of possibly of unintentional. But if not, then then not. And uh, those are like two topics. There's a, a third one also, but we'll get there. Um, third one is connected to. All right, we'll get there. Okay, those are two topics. I think there's a third topic when we get there. We'll see. Okay, so let's pick up where we left off yesterday. Um, I'm just going to run through this piece really quickly here. We're like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight lines up. Hakol Golin Aide Israel. Everyone is go. Everyone gets galus through Israel. Hakol Golin Aide Israel Toimai. What does this come to teach us? It seems simple. Toi So someone who's a Canaanite slave or a Kuti, a Samaritan, they it, even for these cases you get galus. It's considered unintentional murder. You're considered liable for that. 
Tanina, Laha. We learn this. The Taramanan, Ebeva Kuti Gole, Veloke, Aide Israel. We saw Gole, Veloke, Aide Kuti Evid. Bishlama, Ebeva Kuti Gole, Israel, Veloke, Veloke, Gole, Dekadle, Veloke, Delatia. So, in a case where an, an Evid and a Kuti, um, Bishlama, Ebeva Kuti Gole, Aide Israel, Veloke. A, a, a slave and a Samaritan, they can they can have both these punishments. There's a situ- there's a, we can imagine a situation where they have these punishments. Um, one could be exile, one could be um, lashes. Exile, in the case that they killed Israel, and lashes, in the case that they cursed um, a Jew. <coughs> Get lashes for that. Ela Israel, but in the case where Israel is Aidekuti, on one hand, Bishlama Gole. We can we can imagine a case where in Israel who killed. A Samaritan or a or a slave, they would get galus, um, in the like in the case when they kill them, but but when would they get makos? You can't say that it would be a case of when they cursed a kuti, a Samaritan, because the you only are liable for cursing if it's you curse somebody who is uh, shomer mitzvot, as it says in pasuk mecha lo taor, somebody who who is who is proper proper Jew, as they say. Um, those are at least an observant Jew. For those you get, you get lashes for cursing them. So a kuti, they're not. They weren't. They were like uh, converted. With, and Nebuchadnezzar like transported them over from I think Babylon to to Israel, except from Ashur to Israel, and they were considered uh, not really like serious, like observant Jews. So if you curse them, you, uh, Israel, it says Israel. So it says Israel gets lashes for something with the kuti with the Samaritan. So it can't be that it, it's due to the fact they curse them because. Uh, you only get lashes for cursing somebody who's like a nasi be'amecha. So, um, so, so what's the case that Israel will get lashes for being involved with the kuti? Um, that you went and you became uh, a uh, conspiring witness. So if you want to say that, you have to say this similarly that just uh, just as an uh, you would be get lashes for being a conspiring witness for an Evid, so to an Evid, backwards, Evid would get um, lashes for being a conspiring witness for you. And that can't be because an Evid isn't, isn't, a Jew, isn't considered a complete Jew. So they consider Evid Knani. They, they, they do some mitzvot, but they're not considered a... They're not, they're, they can't be witnesses. So, Elamar of Acha, Breder of Ika, Acha of Mayaskin. So what are we dealing with here? Why does Israel... Okay, the question is, why does Israel have lashes... In relation to a Samaritan, so so you someone hit uh, another one, either a kuti hit an Israel, an Israel hit a kuti, a makah, but it's not it's it's a makah that that didn't cause any damage at all. So usually um, when you when you have damages and you have um, if you if you injure somebody, you're you're liable for injuring them and also for monetary payments. So usually we say we we don't consider this a a lav, uh, we don't obligate you in transgressing some sort of sin. Um, we don't give you lashes for that because you have to pay money. Usually, like money offsets uh, flogging. Um, but in this case, there is no money. So in this case, we, we're, we're like imagining a case where somebody hit a kuti, and, um, and but there was no monetary payment for that. And so in that case, you can imagine a case like that where. There would be no monetary payment. Therefore, the, the the fact that there was a transgression—I'm trying to remember what what transgression it is. Shame. If you, I guess, if you you hit some, if you 
You hit and killed. You hit and killed somebody, I guess. What, what's your transgression for that? Someone hit and killed a... What's like the Easter? Lotirsach? I don't know. Is it, it's a kuti. I don't know. I don't know. But probably kill a Nachri. Because that's also, that's also the, uh, the Shiva. I mean, the, they're yeah. not allowed to kill either. Mm-hmm. So, but but it's us killing them. Or them killing us, both of us. Both of us, if we, if a kuti, well, there's a machloket if a kuti is, is like a Jew or not. I, I, I forget who, what's the what's the final verdict, but nevertheless, there is some sort of transgression. When there's a transgression and monetary payment, we we we, we administer the we force them to pay money, and we say that you don't get lashes for the for the transgression. Usually, for every transgression, you get lashes. But in this case, we were imagining a case where there was no no, no monetary payment at all. So this would be a case where, where in Israel would be with a kuti and they would be obligated uh, for lashes. So that's the case. We said it couldn't be edzomem because if we were, we're imagining that case of edzomem, then we have to do the transverse and part of that group of the, of the other side would be, um, would be a, uh, an evid and evid can't be a witness. So that, that didn't work. Um, and we don't, we don't connect these two. Some people try to connect them. We don't connect them. So we're okay. Oh, it's all right. Let's let's just read this Rashi. If if there if there is a, you have to pay if there's monetary payment you have to pay. That's like the law. If you have tashlumim you don't get malkot. You don't get you don't get flogged. Pen Yosef. So that's what is that? Le Yosef Pen Yosef. All right, look into that. What is there to add? I don't. I don't know what that. Uh, I think the case there was talking about um, with uh, maybe flogging. Maybe you added on more. I don't know. I don't have to look into that. Okay, uh, let's keep going a little bit. Um, so let's go back to the mission. It says, It's the next previous page. Here we go. A Gertoshav isn't exiled unless it's through another Gertoshav. So this Gertoshav is a non Jew, non Jewish person that's living in Eretz Israel. They're not converts, but they're doing the Shevamis open Noah. That's that's what a gertoshav is. Am a gertoshav of ekochavimhu. Ema sefa gertoshav gole aide gertoshav. So here's here's so here we're, we're having a contradiction here. Um, on one hand, it says chutzmi aide gertoshav. So every Israel gets galus for killing another Israel. But when, when do we not get? When does Israel not get exiled for killing somebody when they kill a gertoshav? So apparently, a gertoshav is is a non-Jew. So they're trying to kind of define what a gertoshav. Like all the laws of non-Jews apply to them, and so if Israel, Israel kills them, they wouldn't be obligated for exile because it's not considered classic murder, unintentional murder. So that, that seems that that's that's what established in our Mishnah. But the Seifa it says gertoshav golei de gertoshav. So a gertoshav, if a gertoshav killed another gertoshav, they do they do get exiled. So make up your mind: is there 
do the laws of the Torah in relation to unintentional murder apply to Ger Toshav? If they do, then we maybe do consider them quasi-Israel. But if they don't, and Israel doesn't, isn't exiled for killing them, then they're not considered Jews quasi-Israel at all. So make up your mind. From the ratio, it seems that they are, are not quasi-Israel, they're not non-Jews, and Israel is in exile. And from the, from the safer, from the end of it... They get the worst of both worlds. If we kill them, we're not held accountable. However, if, if they, they kill, then they're held accountable. In other words... Yeah. But, but if they are killed by another Ger Toshav, then they at least get to see... The family gets to see that person get exiled and punished. So I'm saying, so they're held, they get the worst of both worlds because they're held accountable if they kill another character. But, but if we, if a, if a Jew kills them, then they're not so. If they kill a Jew, I they, guess they are. Well, they don't. If they kill a Jew, then they clearly well, 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 they, they're not exiled. It's not that there isn't damages. It's not that there isn't comp- compensatory damages and things like that. The question is whether they're exiled whether they go into witness protection. Right, right, right. right? Which, in some level, might be a worse punishment than just paying and being done with it. So, so I mean, mm-hmm. being a, going to Il Miklat, we, I mean, it's not such a great deal. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm, I'm telling you, you got to give up your life, you got to leave Baltimore, you got to live in St. Louis. You know, that may not... Right? That's, mm-hmm. But the family of the Gertrushaw can't get vengeance against. I mean, that it's protecting, it's preventing them from getting the vengeance. Right, but, the and they don't get compensation. Right, but, but, right. but they also mm-hmm. don't get compensation. So the family might say, look, we're not, we're, we're not inclined to kill the person. We don't want to commit murder, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we'd rather get compensation. So it's not so clear which is the worst punishment here. Yeah, yeah, um, so they answer here. How do we how do we reconcile these two sources? Marav Kahana, Lokasha. So Kam beger toshav sharag ger toshav, Kam beger toshav sharag Israel. So so let's see Rashi. Lokasha Kam ger toshav sharag ger toshav, Gole. So where it says galus, they do get galus. That's when they kedektani behedjevareshak sharag Israel ino Gole. The los sagili begalut. So, so the first case where we say a ger toshav tries to kill uh, kills a, a Jew, there is no galus. Um, it's not. I guess they're in here. They're not. I guess the conclusion is they're not considering complete non-Jews. The reason why, according to Rashi, if you read this, the los sagili begalut. The first case where they don't get um, they don't get galus for killing Israel in the, in the beginning of the Mishnah. Um, that's because it's not. It's, they don't. It's not. Um, it's not enough them to get galus that they, they need more of a punishment. They don't, that's how I'm understanding that. So in the, in the beginning of the case, between, it's between a Jew and a Ger a, 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 um, and a Jew, so we don't give them the kapara of the of the Ermi But it's a Ger and a Ger we do give them the kapara. So I think that's I think it's establishing that a Ger actually isn't considered like a non-Jew. Is it? In, in, in relation to these laws at least. I mean, is, well, maybe you're saying the same thing. It's just that so many things in the Torah say, say you know, you'll should, you should do this, you know, v'hagel, v'halmana, and, and yeah. you know, and so forth. So it's the question is just whether it applies to them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm not saying that they're categorically. Right. I agree. That's what I'm feeling too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just, I, just does it apply to them? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Right. I think that's not, not whether they have the status yeah, of yeah. a Jew. Yeah, yeah. I think when they said they're non-Jew, they're, they're, they have the status of them. Yeah. But when it says ger there, it's a ger, ger tzedek. 
when, it, when the Torah says it's, Ger, they talk about Ger Tzedek. They're talking about a convert. Here, we're not talking about it. A Ger Tashuv is not yeah. a convert. There, in the Torah, when it says the Amun and the Ger, the Ger they're talking about is the Ger Tzedek, mm-hmm. right? I don't know. I remember learning a little bit about that. Sometimes the Torah is not clear. It's not clear when it's referring to which Ger. I remember learning that, but... I always came down Ger Tzedek. Yeah. In, the, uh, in those two came, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. All right. Um, it well, get, I think it's not clear because if you're a Ger Tzedek, then you're a Jew. So why do I need to say Gael? Because we look at them, it's natural to look at them. Or because it's a Gael, and it's not a Ger Tzedek. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. All right. Ikid Amri. Uh, so some, some brought different Sukim contradict each other. Um, when they say Rami, that means there's a contradiction. Cry Ahadadeh. For all these, all these six, these six cities are going to be for Israel, the Ger, Arim. So on one hand, it seems like the, these, these, these six Arim are for the Gerim. On the other hand, it seems like they're not for the Gerim. So for Ger Toshav, again, that goes back to what we were saying before. If it's a Ger Toshav that <coughs> killed Israel, um, they don't get they don't get the Arimi Klat. And if it's, they do kill they, they kill the Ger Toshav, they do get uh, Arimi Klat. Raminhu lefikach Ger. So here's a, they're going to bring a contradiction. This lefikach Ger ovekochovim shargo shargo nergin ketani Ger dumide ovekochovim ma ovekochovim. Loshna de Katel Barmine, Loshna de Katel Barmine, Nerag, Afger, Loshna de Katel Barmine, Loshna de Katel Barmine, Nerag. So here, they're going to be looking at the country. They're bringing a bright here, which says, Or mean who? The Fikah Gerbo Vekohovim. A Ger to Shavan of Vekohovim that killed, they are killed. So if they killed, they're killed. Katani Ger Dumido Vekohovim. They're connecting a ger and a vekohovim, just like a, a non-Jew who, uh, who killed uh, one of its kind and not even killed one of not one of its kind um, is killed. So to, is, is killed. So too a ger toshav. Uh, it doesn't matter if they killed barmine v'labarmine uh, is also killed. Amar v'chiza go aliyah. Okay, there you go. There he Okay, Let's get some clarity. Let's go over this again. Um, you can work with me here, because I, I, I kind of lost my uh, my train of thought here. if you got Gerbet of Ekochovim, shall go So there's a source here that says 
that they are killed, um, and they don't get galus. And apparently they're killed if they kill those who are like them. So this is so before we said if a ger toshav kills a ger toshav they get galus. Okay, that's it. All right, a ger toshav kills a ger toshav. We said they get galus. That was who established. But here it seems like they get killed. That's the that's the difference. And we established that just like Ovek Kokovim, they killed another Ovek Kokovim, they get killed. So too, Ger Toshav, they kill another Ger Toshav, they get they get killed. So we have two types of Ger Toshav killing a Ger Toshav. If a Ger Toshav kills another Ger Toshav, so this is also a little complicated. Um, here. But it's also saying that there's an analogy. The kill are killed. It says that gel domi is is similar to an obed kohavim. Yeah, just like so they're in the same category. Well, in in this respect, that it's like just like a, we put them in a bright that pile them together. So right. they must have similar laws. Right. So if they have similar laws, then why don't they have similar laws in the other case? Which case with uh, that a, a non-Jew would not be right at all? You're asking a question on this. No, I think that they're asking the question. Is that they're saying the the, the, the Raminhu, They're saying Gael and an Oved Kochavim are the same. They get the same punishment, so they they're they're similar to each other. I think the Raminhu is that we established before that a Ger Toshav, if they killed unintentionally, they get exile. That's what we established beforehand. That was the Mishnah, right? That's how we understood the Mishnah. Okay. And now we have a Brita that says, a Ger Toshav, if they killed unintentionally, they get death. How do I know they have death? I learned that from a non-Jew. It's just like a non-Jew kills another non-Jew. Yeah. They get, they get, um, they're killed. So to a Ger Toshav, it kills another Ger Toshav, they, they get, I'm sorry, they... Yeah, they get death. They get death, yeah. Um... So that's what the so there's there's, there's a Which contradiction between Which? the two. So there's there's gonna the Gemara's gonna provide an answer here. I'm gonna provide two answers. Uh, the first answer is in the name of Rava or Mali Rava. Uh, does he does he provide uh, Amar? Uh, who who is? Okay, so here's the first opinion. The first opinion is that when it's uh, downwards, they're exiled. Remember we learned that? You always get exiled when something goes downward. And when you get killed, you get killed uh, uh, a ger toshav. This is a ger toshav versus ger toshav unintentional. So the first opinion is Ralph Pista. So Rob Chris is gonna actually gonna that's not Yeah, did, did he bring it did they bring in his name? Yeah. Yes. Where's that? Um Rob Chris look us. Oh you're right. Okay. You thank you. Okay. So the first opinion is if it goes downwards, you get exiled. If it goes upwards, they get punished. Does anyone see a problem with this? From what we learned. It's the opposite. Yeah, so you well downwards is always exile. Remember we always said if it goes downwards, yeah, yeah. you get exile. If it goes upwards, we said upwards usually is, is more lenient. That should yeah. be uh, a whole. That should be up here. Own it. You know. Right, so right. that's what he's going to. That's what they're going to ask actually right now. Um, Amale Rava. 
Velav Kava Homer who Uma Derchi Yudad Israel Gali Yunami Sagali Begalut Derchaliad Israel Patur Ihunerag. Right, so he's asking that question. Doesn't make sense. Elamarava Bomer Mutar Malibai Omer Mutar Anusu. So, so he's Bomer Mutar. Let's fill this in here. Um, this is this is the case where someone says it's Mutar. Uh, Omer Mutar. So it's a whole different case. When someone says, so uh, Ger Toshav gets death when they when they say that it's when they th- they, they think they're killing uh, an animal and they kill another Ger Toshav, but they get exile. Um, I guess they get exiled something less than that. They didn't bring what what the alternative to that would be. But, um, let's see. Nerag de la Bargalutu. Yeah. So Rosh says, Bomer Mutar de Nerag de la Bargalutu. So he doesn't explain um, who would be Bargalut. So, Bomer, why is Bomer, my question is like, why is Bomer Mutar more difficult than um, classic case of unintentional? I guess you should have known better. I guess. I guess that's what it is. This is a classic case of unintentional. And here you should, I guess you should have known better. You should have checked, I guess. Well, that's what we talked about. That would be negligent homicide, if you want to use yeah. that phrase. Oh. You yeah. should have known better. You've yeah, so we're going to see that Omer Mutar is a machloket if it's, if, it's, if it's worse or if it's, if it's, if it's like beyond your control. You, I, I thought it was permitted. What can I do? Mother of Love Kashihu, Mother of Hiridad Yisrael Gali, Ihu Nami Sagali Begalut, Derechaliad Yisrael Paturhu, Pitur Ihu Nerag. They're going to be killed. Elam Arava Bomer Mutar. Amalei Omer Mutar Anusu. Right? So why are you putting that in the, in the most stringent category? It's, 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 it's the most lenient. Amalei Shani Omer Omer Mutar Karov Lamezid Hu. It's Karov Lamezid. Ve'az do the time aisle. And, and these two, these two post-scheme, Rav Chizda and Rava. This is Rava. <coughs> they go according to their, their, their classic Shito. So that's really the machlok here. You hold. Um, it's only never answered to that, right? Wise upwards. He didn't answer to the Kava Homer. Like why is upwards more? Because the Jew does upwards, they're oh, they're they're not liable for Ger Toshav. He didn't answer that. But Abchiz's view is Omer Mutar is up here. That's like even onus. All the way up there. So and he holds that it's it's liable for death. And there's ATV Rabba Lachista. So Rabba brought a uh, a brighter that contradicts Rav Chizda. So Rabba's trying out, tr- trying to prove verse Rav Chizda. Um, he's going to try to prove from from the from Sukim in the Torah that Omer Mutar is that Omer Mutar is 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 liable. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what's the source going to be? Rabba the Rav Chizda. So remember, Rabbah is more machmir, Rav Chizah is more mekel. Chesed is Chizah. Remember, you can remember it that way, so we can follow it. 
Rabbi the Rabbi He not met Ali Shasha the Kachta. My love be de Adam, lo be de Shemaim. So it says uh, this is Avi Melech. Yeah, Avi Melech Ashela Kachta. My be de Adam, lo be de Shemaim. Daikenami dichtiv mechto li Okay, so this is Avi Melech and. Uh, and God said to Avimelech, you're going to die because of the woman you took, which is Sarah. You're going to die because of the car. So, uh, Rava says to Rav Chizda, well, if he's going to die, that means he's probably going to die in Beitin. And so, Rav Chizda says, no, that's Rava. Rav Chizda says, no, Bidei Shemaim. So that's not such a good source. When God says you're going to die, there's no proof either way it's going to be Bidei Adam. If it's Bidei Adam, it's here. If it's Bidei Shemaim, it's up there. Daikinami dichtiv michato li. So Rav Chizah brings some support. And God says, uh, you're going to, michato li, you're going to be doing sing to me. So it's not punishable uh, Bidei Adam. With the Tamech, according to your reasoning, v'chatati lelohim lelohim velo l'adam. So, so Rava again is coming back to Rav Chiz and saying, um, "This is a case with uh, Yosef now, Yosef Atzadik, where Yosef Atzadik uh, says, Halili, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be with you, Eshet Potifar, because I'll, I'll be sinning to God." Mm-hmm. So that's considered that, that was like adultery there. So Rava has a, it's simple to Rava that that's punishable by Adam. It's punished by Adam, then it's mazy. She says, "Litamech you, Rav Sein Rav Chizda." When Yosef says, "Vechatati lelohim lelohim veloladam," lelohim veloladam is talking about to God and not to individuals. It's clear that this is based. This is a based in thing. It's adultery. Well, is it actually adultery? No, not a Jewish word. I know. Yeah, okay. I mean, also with uh, yeah, Ela Dino Masula Adam. I mean, uh, I guess non-Jews also have those laws. Shem Yisrael Beninah. Uh, okay. All right. Okay. Okay. So. okay. Um, Ela dino masuladam, hachanami dino masuladam. El so so dino masuladam. Rather, it's it's bideshamaim. So so the case of Avimelech is uh, so this is so this is the case that was. Uh, Rabbi says, "No, this is this is done bad Adam." So, to the case with uh, with Avi Melech, it was Bidei Shemaim, but it's still uh, he was he was Bidei Shemaim, but it still um, was executed Bidei Adam. Hachinami dinomasol Adam. Okay. Okay. So there's no proofs either way. Um, you could say that Avi Melech was Bidei Shemaim, but then Rabbi says, "Well, even as Bidei Shemaim, they were still executed Bidei Adam." So there's no proof in there. From Yosef. Um, he says, Rava says, my assumption there is that it was a punishable thing uh, by courts, and therefore it's Karov the Mezid. Um, I don't think that Rav is the answer to that, so I don't know. And in fact, he was punished by people. He was thrown in jail. Mm-hmm. He wasn't put to death. Yeah. Yeah. Abai Abai is going to ask Rava something now. Hagoi Gam Tzadik Tarog. He's bringing a pasuk. This is from uh, the oh, okay, it's from Avi Melech. 
This Rav Melech says, Lo karav Adonai, agoy gam sadik tarog. So Avi Melech said, so Rabbi again is holding that it's Korv the Meizi. So Abai is bringing a, a question on him. He goes, uh, from the words of Avi Melech, Avi Melech says, agoy gam sadik tarog, are you going to kill uh, somebody who's is innocent? Um, so that, that's a kasha to, to Rava because God didn't answer, apparently, to that. So, God didn't answer immediately to that. But Rava's going to, God did answer to that, though. God answered and said, So, Rava answers Abai. Yeah, it's true. Abimelech did claim that he was a, he was a tzaddik. He, he was innocent. Because he didn't, he didn't know better. He took uh, sorry, but he, didn't, he didn't know that it was his, it was his sister. That's that's the Omer Mutar thing. Yeah. Okay. So uh, he didn't know that it was his uh, Abraham's wife. So Tashev Eshet Aish Kinavihu. It says the pasuk says Kinavi. Eshet Eshet Navihu the Tiar the Tiadar the Lav Navi. Okay, Eshet Navihu. So um, God said, return, uh, return the woman. So God did answer him and said that that was wrong because um, because you have to re- God God answered him and said return him because that's that's the wife of a navi. So apparently uh, he did God did respond to him. So they got Eshet navi. They're asking like a general question. Eshet navi. Eshet navi who tiada the tiadar the lav navi lo tiadar el kedamar bishmo bar nachmani. Here it is. The mar bishmo bar nachmani amar bi yonatan hachi kamale. Okay, so, so outside. Um, so Avimelech said, I'm innocent. I didn't know better. And this seemed to be a proof maybe for Rav Chizda that Omer uh, Mutar, I didn't know any better, is Pator. And so... Uh, Rava says, no, there was an answer to that. God said, uh, return the woman because he's a Navi. What does that mean, he's a Navi? He knows, he's a Navi, he, he's, he's, he's intelligent. He knows the ways of the world. And what are the ways of the world? He knows that when you, when, when you asked about Sarah and you asked, is, Ahoti, is it your sister, etc., he could tell from your words that you had an interest in her. So he tried to protect her from you. So... Um, kind of, so the pasuk is trying to show that Avimelech wasn't so innocent. He wasn't so Almer Mutar. He was he was liable there, and because he was liable, um, so he wasn't a tzaddik. And so I think he was Omer Mutar, but still he was somewhat uh, somewhat culpable. Because he was culpable, we say Omer Mutar is not is not top level, but it's like down here. It's considered liable. Now, this whole thing is uh, I don't know. It's it's worth sometimes just thinking about what's 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 going on here. Like, there's a lot of details here. But uh, just consider, like, I don't know, I haven't thought it through, but there's, a, there's something here about Omer Mutar, and if it's, they're, they're both fighting really hard to prove it both ways. What were you going to say? No, it's a capital offense, so the, the, the question is, what's the level of liability? It's a yeah. very, very serious matter, right? Were you really culpable? Do you have any amount of culpability? Do you, do you should have known better, or you couldn't have known better? I mean, right, I mean... That's going to determine whether you're going to put someone to death. So yeah. you better be pretty sure mm-hmm. about the level of intent and mm-hmm. culpability. Mm-hmm. So it says, "Damar Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachmani Amar Bi Yonatan Hachi Kamale Ata Shevet Eshet Eish Return Her Mikomakom Kedekam Kamar." And then when it says, "Hagoy Gam Tzadik Tarog Halo 
who Amali, and he says, it, it was my, I thought she was, you, you told me it was your sister, Navihu, Umim Chalamad, he learned, you, Abraham was smart, he learned it from you, he was like a Navi, he was smart, he learned it from you, these ways. Because you say, there's someone who hosts somebody, and he comes to town, they ask him about um, food. So he should, uh, no one asks about your sister when they, so did Avimelech ask him if that was his wife or his sister when he came there originally? Do you remember anything about that? I don't remember. Because it seems like from here they're saying, I learned it from you. When someone comes, Abraham said to, to Avimelech, when someone comes to a town and your host, they may ask you, you want something to eat, you want something to drink. They don't ask you anything about your sister. If it's your wife or your sister, so I don't know. Did he ask that? For, I don't remember. I didn't that. remember. I never even learned there was a flourish, a flourish on that. I yeah. That. So Abraham says to Sarah, "I'll say that you're my sister." Yeah. Right. But Abimelech wasn't there on it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but I think that's the assumption to some extent that that was what that was where Abimelech was in his headspace, or at least what he said. If that's what he said, then we're, we're holding that he was not innocent, that he was liable. And therefore, um, that's why, therefore, therefore, Omer Mutar could be, um, wouldn't be considered Ones. Uh, let me just see if they have a little bit. We're behind. Okay, let's keep going. Let me actually just check one. He wants him to drink, what's the need? Don't take my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, I know the Eskimos do that. They say, what's the deal? Let's take take my wife. Let's see if they that they I think they call it situational. Um, yeah. With regard to a stranger who comes to the city, one asks him about matters of eating and drinking, whether he's hungry or thirsty. Does one ask him, is that your wife? Is that your date? Is that your sister? Abraham understood from this line of questioning that you are a suspect with regard to abducting women. That's the reason they introduced Sarah as a sister. Therefore, you are liable to be executed for abduction. Huh. But did, did, did it say that? I don't remember from in the Torah that. Plus, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, Mishnah. Uh, a blind person is in Gola. You are Yehuda. Are you or Mer Gola? So we have two cases in this Mishnah. It's kind of a, a, a clean Mishnah. Um, we have Suma, a blind person, and a, and a person who, who is an enemy who hates. The blind person doesn't get gullus. That's Rabbi Yehuda's words. Someone who hates, they get killed because it's as if they're already like warned. They're already. Um, we can already establish what their intention was even before we warn them. Um, Rabbi Shimon Omer. So it depends. Just so uh, Rambam says, someone who, an enemy is considered someone who hates somebody for three days, or doesn't doesn't talk to them for three days. So it's, uh, I don't know. That's, that's a pretty lenient interpretation. Of that or depends which way you go. Actually, um, yeah. So. Here's a. Let me do another chart here because. Okay. Tanaraman, below Reot, Pratlisuma, Yiver Behuda. 
So we have a pasuk which says, um, you, and you didn't see them. The pasuk says, and you didn't see them. Yeah, let's actually do this right now. Let's do this chart. This is Tuesday there. Yeah. And so, is it below the rock? The low rock. What is it saying? The low rock. Yeah. Um, this is going to be believed out. This is going to be interesting. Okay. So, below rock, the rock, the Yehuda. My So you have a pasuk that says Asher Yavod Reo This pasuk teaches you that everybody, um, everybody, anybody who comes, uh, anybody who, you're, who could enter into a forest, um, those would all be liable for, uh, for, God, for exile. So it seems like it's everybody. Anybody, anybody everybody who walks through this, this area, Re'ehu, your friend, this is everyone. And they both agree to that, 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 that learning. This is everyone. Now, you have a pasuk that says, uh, it's somebody who killed somebody below Ra'ot that, couldn't, that they couldn't see. So it says below Ra'ot, um, this comes to exclude. Rabbi Yudha says it, does, it, it excludes blind people. So the pasuk says below Ra'ot. Let's see the pasuk for a second. Because if it says that somebody is exiled below Ra'ot, that doesn't work. It has to be somebody. Let me just see the pasuk. This is a case of Peshogeg. So it says, if a, a, a stone fell on them and you didn't see it, in that case, you would get galus. So, so with a simple reading of the Pasuk, though, it says that you didn't see and you do get galus. But I think because there's because you already learned that everybody gets galus here, if there's an, an additional statement, even though the literal meaning seems to be that if you didn't see, you do get galus. Um, apparently, because it says it twice, uh, it excludes somebody who can't see. Does that, that make sense? So the excluded are included in the excluded. Yeah, no. I mean, vice yeah, right versa. Everybody's included. You're excluded, and then, you, and then you excluded additionally. It's like a double. You are included in anybody who gets gullies originally in, in the yar thing. Everybody, even right. people who can't see. But then it says, the Pasuk says, apparently, the simple reading is it's talking about somebody who. No, I think, I think, it's, I think it's simpler than that. I, th- mm-hmm. I think. I think the, 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 the Pasuk says that you, you have to have done it without having not seen the person. Right? Now you have a different Pasuk that says, sorry. There's, it includes everyone, but then there's a pasuk that says, without seeing. And the question is, it, it, does it only include people who could see but didn't see? Or if you're blind, you could never have seen. 
And so that's why you could learn that's, it both ways. Yeah, I agree. It's the second, yeah. Right? If you're blind. What's the point of saying you can oh, see when oh, you can't see? Okay. Right, if, yeah. if, right, if. Okay. If, if there's an extra stipulation, so below oh, that's that's the category of people who see. Yes, right. People who uh, could see uh, but didn't, or is it just oh, people who great. universally can't see? So that's the mafaka. How you understand below oh, That's right. great. Do you guys have that? Um, yeah, that's that's good. So it says somebody who can't see, somebody who already sees but they couldn't see in the moment, and so that excludes. Yeah. It, I, 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 and I'm, I'm pretty sure that I think that's that's a st- I think that's right because it's reminded me of in in Nedarim. There, you know, there's a there's a there's, there's a whole thing that that, ba- that a husband can uh, absolve his, his his wife of a neder beyom shomo on the day he hears mm-hmm. it. But what if the husband is deaf? Mm-hmm. He's he never hears it. So That's does really that mean good. he can never absolve his wife of a neder? That's really good. And this would take it literally. The lower odd that you couldn't see. Um, in, in, uh, it includes blind people. Even though they can never see. Okay, let's keep going. That's good. Because it's, it's problematic, of course, right? Because that means that blind people have the opportunity to kill people, bishkaga, on a regular basis. <laughs> Almost. Um, <laughs> Almost. That's in, according to this approach. No, no. no, no. Uh, on the, on the, on the they would road. still, they would still... No, but that would be they amazing. Would get, they, would get, they would get gallus. What, what I'm saying is that if blind people always fulfill the requirement of not being able to see, that gives them a kind of a... A little bit of more license to uh, because they would never get full; they would only get exiled. Right, mm-hmm. right, and yeah. So you got to watch yourself around blind people, <laughs> which yeah. probably is not a bad thing to say. Anyway, right? Yeah. Don't yeah. don't move that axe around. You can't see what you're yeah. doing. Well, they're gonna, we're going to go into, so it says, My time, Rabbi, you show you vote, That's the general principle. The below reot comes to exclude. Rabbi Meir, Meir, below reot, lemaet, lemaet, bevidat, lemaet. Havi miut, achar miut. Bemihut, achar miut, el rabot. So he all, sorry, he also agrees that this is excludes. But he's going to say, change color. He's going to say this. He goes, this, but this excludes too. This excludes a blind person. And then when you have a negative and a negative, it becomes a positive. There's a principle like that. If you have two mutes, it ends up including... There's probably some logic behind that. But this, this, this excludes and this excludes. This below dot. They do the same thing. They both exclude the blind. So when you have two times you're excluding, um, just, it becomes that you end up including them. Um, there's probably some logic behind that, but we won't get into that right now. Um, so the question is, what what does Rabbi Yehuda do with Lidat? If it, Rabbi Rabbi Meir Rabbi Meir understood it to be referring to a blind person. Rabbi Yehuda Lidat pratlemit kaven hudaata. So Rabbi Yehuda says this is talking about mit kaven. So you have to. It's talking about somebody who thought somebody was one thing, and they were another thing. They they're uh, they're excluded from the category of exile. So you killed some. It's Omer Mutar, basically. You think that something was an animal. And you, you thought it was permitted, but uh, and, you, and you ended up killing it. But it ended up being a. You thought it, it ended up being a person. You saw you saw the act that you were doing is Mutar. That person's not in the category of of Shoge. Where they are, if they're Omer Mutar is is Ones or Maisie, that's he's not discussing that. It's not in the category of Shoge. It's, it comes to exclude Mutar. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
So where does he learn, Raimeir learns to exclude Yudkavan? He learns it from Bishkaga, the Tosfot says. Um, exclude um, Yudkavan. He learns it from Bishkaga. And then, uh, yeah, and, and uh, Rabbi... Yeah. And then you have to ask, what does Rabbi Yudai use? Learn from Bishkaga. Yeah, I, I, he goes into that. Um, he says, Bishkaga uh, teaches you that um, Omer Mutar, there's a limu there, I forget what it was, but all right, let's keep going. So, <clears throat> okay, let's keep going. Baha lo atribe, okay, Rabbi Yudai Omer Sonen Erag, a person who hates is killed. Uh, what's the Mishnah saying? The Mishnah says, So Rabbi Yossi's opinion is that the, someone who hates is killed. It's not just that they, 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 they get gallows, they're killed. Um, how can they be killed if you didn't warn them? Everybody has to be warned before they're killed. Uh, Rabbi Yossi Bar Yehuda, who did, uh, it's, this is like Rabbi Yossi Bar Yehuda, who taught Rabbi Yossi Bar Yehuda, Chaveri Notzer Chatraah, This is interesting. Uh, there's two ways to understand the idea of warning. Do we, is is a low plug? You give everybody a warning, no matter what, or is it dependent on the person? If there's a if there's a Tami Chacham, you don't have to warn them because we know that they know the laws. And the same thing for somebody. So you're saying the same thing goes for someone who hates, who is. Uh, Who's going to go? Who's against the person? We hold that they're like already. We already know their intention. We don't have to. We don't have to try to figure out what their intention is. Tamechacham, we know their intention, and for uh, someone who hates, we also know their intention. So the whole point of warning is to figure out their intention. So therefore, therefore, you don't have to give them a warning. Abishun Omer Yesh So Kitzad. So. Because he said there's some sonim that go le and some sonim that don't. Yeah, he said there's some sonim that they're, they're go le and there's some sonim that aren't. Yeah. So, Rabbi Shimon Omer Yesh Sonim Go Le. Tanya Kitzar Amar Rabbi Shimon Yesh Sonim Go Le Ve Sonim Sonim Go Le. Nifsak Go Le Nishmat Eino Go Le. Okay. So he says. Uh, let's see, we have another one here. Let's just do one more. Okay. So. There's, um, there's exiled. Enemy is exiled. It's getting lovely. Exiled. Um, not exiled. So, he says here, if it's nifsak, it's exiled. If it's nishmat, it isn't. So what's nifsak? Nifsak is that it's snapped. You're holding on to a. Uh, you're holding on to a. Uh, so you're holding on to, I guess, uh, some sort of, uh, I guess, some sort of rope or something. It's holding it has something at the other end of it. That 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 could. Um, you have some sort of chevel. Uh, you have this like maybe a heavy heavy rope or something like that, and it fell out of your hand. So if it fell out of your hand, it just snapped out of your hands, and you're just exiled. If it if it um, if it was displaced out of your hand, 
So you're you're not exiled, but it's it's worse. It's considered a worse case. It's it's you know more serious. So, so apparently here, so Rabbi Shimon said, Here's the second source of Rabbi Shimon. It says, So he says, uh, Mishmat is up here. So it says, Mishmat is exiled. Yeah, if it, if it, uh, it says here, uh, It seems like there's a, a contradiction here between this and this. This should be, first you says that you're not exiled, it's worse. And this, this, this approach says, But it says you are exiled. And this is with a sonnet, though. This is with an enemy, yeah. Right. So that makes sense, the, the former. Which one? This one? Yeah, because if it snaps, you really, you could argue you had no control over it. Snap. Well, you're still exiled. So no, no, but, but I'm saying in terms of how bad it is, but if it, somehow it was displaced, you know, you're, like, you're like this, you know, you're holding something like this, yeah. oh, it fell. But if you're holding something and it snapped, it's very logical that you were less culpable if something dropped. Oh, I, I well, it dropped. Whereas something snapped, you know, you didn't. Yeah. You know, so I mean, that, that the former to me it seems to be more. It slips out of your hand. There's always this doubt. Yeah, we really. Why did it slip out of your hand. Which one? The, the, the former. The former. The former. Which one are you talking about? That one. Uh, no, the original mm-hmm. pre- presentation. No, the, the, the original Nifsak makes sense that it's it's clear it was yeah. not something you did intentionally. Yeah. Something slips out of your hand. Oops, it slipped. Yeah. So good. You guys are leading us into the next thing. So we're going to say there's two types of displaced. Displaced. So they're going to say here to explain this. That's really, yeah, that's really online what they're going to say here. A time, so, uh, so it's kasha nishak anishak, kasha nishmat anishmat. So according to this, the nishak will be up here. Mm-hmm. Which this is like onus. Right. So you can actually make like another... Uh, the least culpable. Least culpable. Right. So, so this is difficult with this, and this is difficult with this. Yeah, yeah. It's a kasha nishma nishma. It's like it's like kasha. Haba ohev, haba sone. So if you ohev, if you love them, so if it's snapped out of your hand, we know this person loves them, so it's clear that that's onus. But if it's snapped out of your hand, and you your enemy, you hated them. So there's more room to say that yeah. something's going on. Yeah. Okay. Lokasha. So again, nishma nishma kam lokasha. Above it was in there. Nishma nishma lokasha. Ha Rabbi, ha Rabbanan. So. Um, two different. Things. Yeah. There were, there were, we saw these opinions actually. That um, let's just see. So he's lokasha ha Rabbanan. Adik tani sakole afilubusene lokoshkin ohem. Rabbi Shimon said, "Remember, we learned this in Zion. It says, if the if the remember we learned that machloket with uh, the axe, mm-hmm. if the top of the axe flew off your uh, flew off your uh, the wood, Rabbi said, 'Nishmata abarzami kato, v'rag Rabbi Omer eno goleh, hachamim omim goleh.' So if nishmata barzel, this is the word nishmat, and it, it flew off of the wood, Rabbi Omer goleh. This would be 
if you get Gola, uh, Galut, this would be here. This would be Rebbe. The Chachamim Omrim, Chachamim Omrim, sorry, Chachamim Omrim Gola. And this would be Rebbe. Let's just see. Uh, all right. All right. This next mission is uh, relatively. Easy. I don't want to hold you guys, but yeah, we'll get, we'll get through that mission. All right. All right. Sorry, Bob. I got to look up the kids. I'm Dr. Bob today. My wife uh, took me here for this morning already. Mm-hmm.